1170, The Answer. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. More dynamite. Good evening and welcome to the Andrea K Show. Happy Hump Day out there to y'all. And my heart goes out to everybody humping it along slowly crawling along the San Diego freeways out there this evening. For those of you who haven't heard the news and what's going on and what's what's happening behind it, evidently there was a third-party contractor as part of the major construction project in Mission Valley. They busted through a 24-inch gas pipeline, an SDG&E gas, 24 inches. That's huge. I think the average home has a pipe, uh, a gas pipe that's like a three-quarter inch. So this is a major gas leak. It it has caused disruption to our freeways for over, I think, like 11 hours now. 3,300 people evacuated. No sign yet, no word yet in terms of when the repairs will happen and when people can go back to their homes and when going five miles will take less than 50 minutes. Anyway, if you are stuck in this traffic, I just want to say thank you for um, tuning in to me tonight. And hopefully uh, we will... Uh, so entertain you or at least distract you, hopefully, uh, from your harrowing commute with what we've got uh, happening tonight. Because tonight we've got, it, it's kind of ladies' night in a sense. I've got an amazing panel. Two of my favorite ladies are going to be here tonight. Megan Barth, Reagan Babe, every time she is on the show, she is she actually should, should be called Dynamite in a Dress. She's going to be here to talk about, um, you know, I don't know. What attorney general right now should really be shaking in their shoes? Is it Eric Holder? Is it Loretta Lynch? Which former AG right now should be a little nervous? Megan Barth is going to be here to answer that question later on. And then um, the after the first break, we're going to have Katie Grimes is going to be back with us. She literally wrote the book called California's War Against Trump. Well, there's a war going on. A war between the state and a war between the state of California against President Trump and the United States of America. And that's really what this is about. Katie Grimes is going to be here to answer the question, who's going to win this war? And she would know. Uh, He's not a lady. But you know what? He's welcome to participate in Ladies' Night tonight. And so are you all, by the way. We're going to have the phones open. I'm going to have some time to take calls tonight. The number is 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. He's an honorary lady tonight. He is DJ Carrot Stooks. (laughs) <laughs> I was honor of everyone stuck in traffic. Yeah, um, I, there's there's a lot of horns that are going to be honking out there. I, I'm hoping y'all keep that road rage down to a minimum. Just, you know, focus on what we're rapping about tonight. We've got some good news stories to share with you tonight. Um, keep it chill. You'll get home before you know it. And um, hopefully you're going to dig what we got to talk about tonight. Because last night we had one of my favorite guests. He's not a lady. But, you know, I, I would welcome him on Ladies' Night tonight. It's Gerard Lamero. He was on the show last night. He is, the first day that his new book was coming out, his book was called More Great News for America. People were so excited about him that I started getting emails last night like, who was that guest on the show? It was Gerard Lamero. His book is More Great News for America. People were absolutely excited and intrigued by his predictions. And you know what? The show practically wasn't over before Gerard Lamero's positive predictions started coming true. What did Gerard talk about? He said Ted Cruz need to stop being all hang jawed and in 
acting all like puppy dog over some supposed blue wave that was going to be happening in Texas. Well, what was the wave that happened in Texas? Everybody was pushing. You know, one of the things Gerard Lamero said was he's like, you know, stop listening to all this negativity in the news. This was a man who understands models. He understands history. He can put the two together and, you know, sift through the narratives that are being pushed by the propagandist and the media and tell us really what's going to happen. And he said Ted Cruz didn't need to be all dire, be worried about some blue wave. He said that Texas is not going blue. And you know what? He was right. Guess what happened in the Texas primaries? Not only was this narrative that the Democrats were the ones motivated and so motivated that they were going to get out so deep and so far and so so many that they were going to turn Texas blue immediately. Guess what the reality is? Of the turnout last night, 1.5 million Republicans compared to 1 million Dems. That bust through, that proves that Gerard Lamero was right and all these naysayers in the left who were telling us that the Democrat turnout was going to be extraordinary, that the Democrats are motivated, anger is a great motivator, they got reason to be angry. No, they, they also, it, this bust through the conventional wisdom that in the midterms that the, the party in power, the Republicans, are going to be lackadaisical and not want to get out to vote. And that's absolutely not true. We had a major win for Ted Cruz uh, last night. Yes, it was just a primary, but I think the writing's on the wall. And in fact, some some major Democrat that everybody was touting um, got less votes than some woman who didn't even have a campaign and all she had was like a Facebook page. Another bit of great news that supports what Gerard Lamero was talking about last night was he was one of the few people who said, look, my background is not just in, in modeling and predictions and, and history. He says, my, ba- my background is in economics. He said, these tariffs that President Trump has come up with for the steel industry, they're going to work. This is going to be positive. And what ended up happening today? We had multiple steel companies from U.S. Steel and Century and others wanting to either reopen plants that had been uh, put down in, in the past or open new mills, immediately we're talking about 800 jobs, if not more. This was a great day. Great news for America. Then we've got the Department of Justice coming out and making some really bold moves to make America great again. Jeff Sessions, who's been hiding under a rock, decides to sue the state of California for their obstruction of justice in terms of of what they've been doing in pushing back and violating federal law. And then on top of it, the DOJ is now saying, thanks to Jeff Sessions, they're going to release the documents involved in Fast and Furious. Remember that little, that little scheme, that little gun-running scheme that left a Border Patrol agent dead that was all part of a propaganda push to try to push for gun control? And it ended up resulting in Eric Holder being found in contempt of, of, uh, contempt of court. On top of it, six years of litigation. Because oh, the Obama administration did every oh, remember how he was going to be the most transparent uh, administration in history, and then did everything he could to keep the truth from the American people. Well, you know what? The truth is going to come out. We're going to finally get some truth to that. There's even more great news, like you know, uh, uh, Oprah Winfrey's wrinkle movie, something about wrinkles, uh, is kind of bombing at the box office. She needs to get some Botox for her wrinkles. But you know what? That that pales compared to the good news. That we've had come out today with these with the new jobs from the tariffs, what happened in Texas and the Department of Justice. You know what? I'm not even mad at Jeff Sessions for a little bit of poor performance today with his, you know, trying to muster up some anger. You know, he's like he I think he said something. How dare you, lady? 
You know what? I, 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 I've been really hard on Jeff Sessions, but I got to tell you, hat tip to him. He even he even scripted it and tried to work up some anger today. He did the right thing on behalf of the American people and the state of California. Stay tuned. We're going to take a little break. and we come back, we've got my gal Katie Grimes is going to be here. She's going to answer the question, who's going to win this war between the state of California and Donald Trump? Don't go anywhere. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. Don't overpay for your VA loan. Here's veteran Sonia Hadley on protecting your hard-earned VA loan benefits. It really bothers me when I see active military and veterans, especially older veterans, overpaying for their VA loan. I spoke to a couple of retired Navy pilots. They were both in their 80s. They paid over $16,000 for a rate that shouldn't have cost them any points. Another veteran is paying 4.25% for a loan I could have got him for 3.75%. That half percent could cost him over $100,000 over the life of the loan. That is not okay. That is not how we should treat our veterans. If you don't call Sonia, you're probably paying too much for your VA loan. Don't wait until you're too deep in the process with another lender. Get a second opinion now. Sonia even comes to you. Call me at 833-MY-VA-LOAN before the rates go up. 833-MY-VA-LOAN. That's 833-MY-VA-LOAN. Hey, parents and grandparents, today is the day to get half-price tuition. And now's the time to call to enroll your child or grandchild into a quality private school for the 2018-19 school year for half-price. Call now, 844-800-5757. Log on to am1170theanswer.com and see the list of outstanding private schools. Then call us right away at 844-800-5757. First come, first served. Call now, 844-800-5757. HelpWantedSanDiego.com salutes the employee of the month, the one employee you can't live without. The others, let's just call them Dave. Hey, Dave, you missed yesterday's meeting. You said you'd be there. True, Mr. Employee of the Month, but yesterday was opposite day, so when I said I was going, I actually meant I wasn't. Wait, wait, opposite day? So everything you said yesterday had the opposite meaning? Right. So, wait, when you told me you didn't have pink eye... I actually have a raging case of it. And when you said you finished the Q3 reports... Haven't even started them. Oh, well then, that must mean that when you were asking for a raise, you were really asking for a pay cut. Touché, Mr. Employee of the Month. Touché. <laughs> if you don't mind hiring Daves, go to the National Job Boards. They may be free, but trust us, they'll cost you. But if you want Employees of the Month, go where smart local job seekers find good local jobs. HelpWantedSanDiego.com. Local jobs that work. We don't discriminate against people named Dave. Dave is a common name, fun to say, and so we're using it as a catch-all for lackluster employees everywhere. Please don't write us to tell us you were insulted by this ad. That would be a real Dave move, Dave. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. Hut, hut, hut. 
Every great team has a great coach. Every great coach has a great strategy. Let Al Arias and the AV Arias Company create the winning tax strategy for your small business. Instead of waiting until the fourth quarter to create your tax strategy playbook, don't let the IRS blow the whistle on your financial growth and profitability. Contact Al Arias and the AV Arias Company to set up your tax strategy huddle by calling 619-296-2123 or visit avariasco.com. That's avariasco.com. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Thrilled to have you all here with me. Hopefully everybody's just uh, relaxed and chilling on, on the drive home. Uh, my heart is out there with you because I know how miserable it is. took me quite a while to get into the station uh, myself tonight. But uh, maybe you might want to kill a little time by calling in and saying hi to me, telling me what's up and what you think uh, about um, a, a lot of the hot topics of the day, everything from the wins we've had in the Texas primary. Who do you think is going to win this epic battle that is going down between the state of California, the state, meaning, i.e., you know, government, Against uh, California, against uh, Donald Trump, which to me really is, it's really the state and the state of California against America. Who do you think is going to win? The number is 888-344-1170. A little later in the show, we're also going to be talking about uh, some updates on the Parkland shooting. And then also some follow-up to my interview that I had with Katie Hopkins last night in terms of um, a topic that we got to keep the focus on, which is the creeping Sharia and the Islamization of America. In answer to who's going to win this epic battle, I I had to the second that I heard that this happened today and uh, Sessions was here in Sacramento with a with a press conference. I I had to reach out to Katie Grimes because she is my go to gal for anything California. She's got the answer to the question. Who's going to win this battle between uh, California and Trump? Hi, Katie. Welcome back to the show. Hi, Andrea. Thank you. All right. So who do you think is going to win this epic battle in the end? Uh, I think Donald Trump will come out the winner. And unfortunately, California's politicians are making sure that we are the losers. In what way? Well, because if, right if Trump, because let me let me yeah, flush yeah. that out, because if Trump's the win ends up winning, doesn't that mean we win? Well, yes, you and I believe that, but my point is, and kind of the point I made in in the book, California's War Against Donald Trump, Who Wins, Who Loses, is that our politicians, California's politicians, are putting all of us at risk in their own personal pissing match against the president. And remember, the day after he was elected in November of 2016, our Senate president, Kevin DeLeon, Senator Ricardo Lara, the entire Latino caucus vowed to fight in the streets against Trump and anyone in his administration who threatened their sanctuary city policies, now our sanctuary state policy, Mm -hmm. and of course the multitude of programs benefiting illegal aliens. So they're putting all of us at risk. The beauty is, oh, today was fabulous seeing Jeff Sessions come to California and say, "Uh, not so fast, fellas. Exactly. And to the left, that, you know, of course, Gary, Jerry Brown had to come out and say he was a lie and this was unconstitutional. It's like, you know what? Need we we need to remind everybody that it wasn't Trump here today, but it was Obama who flew to Arizona and looked at Jan Brewer in the eye, gave her the hairy eyeball and said this this immigration stuff, this is under federal purview and you'll do what I say. Okay. 
okay? And that's kind of what went down today. Now, somebody, yeah, someone, someone on Facebook posed the question, well, what's the point of suing? What's that really going to accomplish? Well, for, I'm going to let you answer after I do, and you tell me what you think the uh, result will be, what the point is of suing. There is two particular laws that took place in January that, that I think are at play, one of which is that employers right now under California law are not allowed to cooperate with federal officials, if they, if, if a, a federal official ICE comes into an employment a restaurant and says, I want to see your paperwork on your employees and make sure they're legal, under California law, a business is not allowed to cooperate. The other is right now, if there is somebody who's been arrested and actually even convicted, they are supposed to report to the federal authorities, hey, we've got this convicted felon illegal, and instead of paying to put him in prison and jail, you can come pick him up and deport him. And, and under California law now, they're not allowed to do that. Those two things alone, if those get – and that's never been in play before. If we can just get those two things alone finally ruled uh, unlawful and unconstitutional, that will result in deportations and safety for California citizens. That's just two examples that I have. Well, boom, you nailed it. Um, that is specifically what this is about. So um, not only did California have the most sanctuary cities, 36 or 37 of them of any state in the country, and yes, we're the largest, um, then Jerry Brown signed into law the sanctuary state law. And it was it is totally unconstitutional. And people like you and me and, and some of our media cohorts who are on the right have been begging the Trump administration and the DOJ to come to California and put an end to this. So, Andrea, you, you nailed it. They, what they're doing is, frankly, pitting California mm-hmm. and California's business owners and employers against the federal government. And I think Jeff Sessions came here today to say, time out, everybody. We're going to settle this legally. Um, were you disappointed that he did that when it came to uh, talking about the Oakland mayor that that there is not plans to prosecute her? My understanding is legally though that that it's questionable as to whether or not what she really did in warning the illegals that it's questionable whether or not that that was unlawful for her to do that that it would have been according to Judge Napolitano it would have been illegal if she had offered to put them up in her home but just warning them isn't considered illegal, but I've heard other experts say that it was illegal. Where do you come down on that? Well, um, frankly, here's where I come down on it. She swore to uphold the U.S. Constitution as well as the state constitution when she was sworn into office. Therefore, she has violated her sworn oath. Um, So I'm, I'm getting kind of like legally technical on her. Um, perhaps, you know, lawyers can argue this all day long in court, which is what they do anyway. Um, oh, no. Yeah. Unless she you know, puts them up in her house. This isn't correct. But mm-hmm. um, I, I think she's actually violated, frankly, her oath of office. And that's huge. And and in doing so, you know, she, she knowingly is flaunting um, uh, the, the, the Constitution. And, and I think I think anytime you have a mayor. Uh, who does that, they're really tempting fate. And I think that's why it was important for Jeff Sessions to position himself in California today. I think what he did is he sent out a big warning to other mayors. Yes, absolutely. I, I think legally, if if I if I have somebody who's on the lam and who stops by my house, even if I don't bring them into my home, I send them on their way, but I don't let the authorities know that that person stopped by, I could be arrested. 
Exactly. And, and, you know, you flip that around, Andrea, employers, if they were to do what she did, oh, my God, they could be thrown in federal prison. And in fact, some have. So yeah. for a mayor, for an, a, an elected mayor, again, who, who swears to uphold the state and federal constitution, you know, yeah, I, I think we'd all love to see her made an example of. Mm-hmm. Uh, and perhaps she will. I mean, this isn't over yet. Well, I think the American people are starting to get, whether it's specific to this situation here in California, we, we don't have a rule of law anymore. We've got, no. we, we don't. We've got the Democrats flouting, thumbing their nose, uh, uh, putting a thumb in the nose or whatever the expression is of the rule of law when it comes to borders and illegals and uh, to, to the tune of just literally, hey, get it, you know, we, ICE is coming, get out of the way. From here yeah. to Hillary Clinton and her email scheme to, you know, Michael Flynn right now is having a sell his house in order to pay yeah. for his legal bills. Meanwhile, you know, uh, Hillary Clinton and Peter Strzok and all the rest and Obama and Erica, all the rest are, are allowed to walk free. And the American people are really getting tired of lip service being paid to the rule of law and not actually seeing people getting prosecuted. I think people are excited to see what Jeff Sessions did today, but I think people are going to want to start to see some results besides just more political maneuvering uh, down the Correct. road. I agree. And I, you know what? I think what we're all tired of is this two-tiered system. Oh, if you're a Democrat in office, somehow you get a pass for all your illegal activities. But if you're a Republican, we're not only going to hold you to the rule of law, we're going to throw the book at you. Yes. I've, I've had it. I know you have. I cannot believe what is happening to Mike Flynn and, and the others that are being, you know, forced to, uh, you know, practically be perp walked by Mueller. And I, I think, uh, frankly, we'd like to see uh, some of the Democrat criminals perp walked at this point. Yeah, and there's really no excuse for it. You know, I, I, nope. I, and I'm not going to give Jeff Sessions a pass on what he's done with the Mueller investigation just because of what he did today. Because, you know, there's a lot of people under, under his un, in, in his department that and he should be able to, to do. Um, you know, all of it, you know, I, I said today on another show, Trey Gowdy has finally come out and, and supported the idea of a special prosecutor because he said yeah. that Jeff Sessions assigning the investigation of the email scheme and what went down there to an inspector general who has no prosecutorial power and no jurisdiction for him to do that. Katie tells me he either he's incompetent and doesn't know the law or he's really a part of the deep state. I think he's tough on immigration because I think that, that that's, that's, that's an easier thing for him to do than hold sure. his friends in government accountable for their crimes. And we need a special prosecutor because I don't trust anybody right now at the DOJ and but to get back to California, um, you know, people are people are looking at our state right now and saying it's gone. It's done. I had Katie Hopkins on my show yesterday from Britain. She's yeah. like, she's like, the UK is gone. Just don't let don't let your, your country go this way. I, I'm starting to hear people say, you know what? California is gone. We just got to make oh, sure yeah. the rest of the country doesn't go this way. You know, California better, better than anybody. Do you really think that if we get this immigration stuff under control, that there is an electorate out there that's got a taste for turning things around here and that we can get the state back on track. I do believe that California has an electorate that that is interested in turning it around. But unfortunately, I do think we're going to see some economic collapse before that happens. 
and um, and I'll, I'll give you my prediction today. Whichever Democrat is elected the next governor will also probably be the one who is recalled when the economic collapse happens in California. And only then can we usher in uh, total reformers and uh, perhaps a, a wonderful Republican governor again. I agree. You got it. What's the? You got to hit rock bottom. I think the state yeah. has to hit rock bottom and be forced to we feel do. the excruciating pain. Unfortunately, the left is going to say that. Well, we just didn't go far enough left. Now we just oh, need to usher do. in. Yeah. yeah, you know, Wapo actually had an article today saying, you know what, this is what's happening. Any economic struggles are just proof we need that we need to go full socialism. Well, the fact cool. that we've gone as socialist as we have in the state and in other parts of the country is the problem. So. Uh, we'll see. Katie Grimes, how can people read your stuff? Uh, I publish at Ca- uh, Canada Free Press. I'm at flashreport.org for all of my California stuff. And uh, I'm certainly on Twitter. I'm Katie Sack Citizen. That means Sacramento Citizen. And then I'm on Facebook as Katie Grimes. So I'm pretty easy to find. Well, thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Andrea. All right. Now, we're going to take a little break. I think we've got a caller holding, but if you can, uh, if you can uh, stay, stay on the, the hold there, caller, we'll get to you as soon as we get back from a break. And coming back from a break, we also have my gal, Megan Barth. She's here to talk about the former attorney general who should be shaking a little bit in his shoes more than that Oakland mayor. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. If you don't have an estate plan, then the state, not you, will determine what happens to everything you've worked so hard to provide for your family. Hi, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley. I know this not only because of my professional experience, but also having survived a seven-year probate after my father passed away. With the average home in California valued at $1.5 million, that equates to $66,000 in probate fees. The value in having an estate plan is avoiding conservatorship if you become mentally incapacitated and probate when you pass on. Call me for a free consultation at 858-792-3444. That's 858-792-3444. Your family will be dealing with enough. So give me a call at 858-792-3444. Andrea Kay here. We've all heard about the new tax reform laws and the confusions they've created. If you're planning on buying or refinancing, it's a must to create your financial roadmap. And if you need a guide, let me introduce you to my go-to, Dave Stapleton of First Choice Loan Services. You've heard of a certified financial planner, right? Well, look across the table and you will see Dave Stapleton, a certified mortgage loan specialist, a certification that less than 5% of loan officers are able to complete. Regardless of how much you have or have not saved to put down, or if you've been through a foreclosure, bankruptcy, or just suffering from poor credit, Dave has the experience and the knowledge to navigate you through the confusion. Dave has been leading families into home ownership for over two decades. So start your journey today and call Dave Stapleton, 760-815-8987, 760-815-8987, or visit thedavestapletondifference.com. That's thedavestapletondifference.com. NMLS number 248-823. Turning 65 is a great milestone and an incredible challenge when it comes to health coverage. The maze of Medicare can be overwhelming. Do you need Part A, B, supplemental, drug coverage? What about dental, vision, and all the benefits you've enjoyed? Relax. Help is as close as Bridalwood Insurance, Medicare coverage professionals who can help you make the best decisions. Bridalwood listens to your needs and explains all the options available. 
Visit them online at bridalwoodinsurance.com. That's bridalwoodinsurance.com and set up an appointment for a Medicare specialist to come to your home or office. You've seen the ads, read the brochures, and still have questions. Bridalwood Insurance has answers. Best of all, their guidance is free to you. The company you choose takes care of the fees. Medicare Madness has met its match. Voted Best Insurance Company by the readers of the San Diego Union-Tribune. Bridalwood Insurance, the total health care connection for the best of your life. Visit BridalwoodInsurance.com today. That's BridalwoodInsurance.com. You and here with more news about our Aloha Talkers Hawaii cruise this summer. Usually these vacations only feature one of our talk show hosts, but the Aloha Talkers Hawaii cruise gives you three of us. Myself, along with Larry Elder and Mike Gallagher, island hopping in paradise, discussing the state of our country. Boy, we got some stories to tell. Get details, reserve your accommodations early by logging on to am870.info. Use the keyword aloha. It's am870.info, keyword aloha. We're going to have a great time. The power company changed their peak hours from 4 to 9 p.m. That's when you're not producing power. I have a solution for that. A battery backup system. You might not know what that is, but combined with solar, you can program these batteries to charge and discharge at will, meaning you control how you're getting and using your power that you produced. My name is Jesse Keegan, owner of Keegan Electric Solar. After serving in the Marine Corps, I've decided to make San Diego my home. I'm not a salesman, just an electrician who wants to help customers zero out their electric bill. I only use the best equipment with 25-year warranties, in-phase microinverters, LG panels. I will custom design a system to meet your needs. If you need an electrical panel upgrade, I'm offering a $2,000 credit with the purchase of an installed solar panel system. To learn more, go to KeeganElectricSolar.com. That's KeeganElectricSolar.com. I can't wait to help you with your power solutions. Visit KeeganElectricSolar.com. Visit KeeganElectricSolar.com today. The answer, San Diego. You're listening to the Andrea K Show on AM 1170. The answer. Welcome back to the Andrea K Show. Before the break, we were talking about this California craziness going on here in the left, uh, siding with illegals, and not just with, with illegals over American citizens, but criminals. There was a story coming out of, and I might have to Google it maybe during the next break to clarify exactly what city it is. But uh, local officials there in that sanctuary city actually knowing that this illegal alien had been um, accused, you know, remember, you know, this whole Me Too movement, knowing that this illegal alien had been accused of sexual assault of a child repeatedly for years in order to protect this illegal against deportation, they put this person back out on the street and did not notify ICE. So when this Oakland mayor comes out and says this is fear mongering, that's crap. They don't care. The left does not care about Americans. We, we've got an update on Parkland and the Parkland shooting coming up. But all this, this crap about how much they care about the lives of children is just that. It's crap. What they care about is pushing their agenda, and they don't care who gets harmed in the process. This is about expanding the dependency class, about expanding their voting base. That's what matters to the left. Joining me now, i got to go to the phones, is, is a caller, Steve from Illinois. Hi, Steve. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Hi, Andrew. Hi. Um, I just wanted to point out from the other caller, she said they're waiting for economic collapse in California. Mm -hmm. It's already happened. California's economics has already collapsed where they are in debt. Now, as far as the outrage over this illegal immigration and and the states, the uh, attorney general Becerra, Mm -hmm. he's blaming Trump, saying Trump is failing to come up with something to, you know, reform this immigration. We went through that in 1986. 
1986, the Immigration Reform Act. Since then, our politicians have failed to do their their jobs. They knowingly know that the government, under uh, Article One, Section Eight, Clause Four, gives the federal government the uh, the, the the authority for uh, uniform rules of naturalization. So right. these people in sanctuary cities are actually actually committing seditious conspiracy. Yeah, we we I do think that we need immigration reform just in the sense that we need to we need to be smart about who we're bringing here and it needs to be merit based. We need a border wall. We need to basically what we need to do is enforce the current immigration laws that we have on the books. We need to deport anybody who's in this country illegally. And we need if if we find them out, we need to do prosecutions of knowing hire, something my mother used to do for a living at the at the local uh, uh. Labor law attorney's office here in San Diego. And, you know, we need to be smart about who we bring in here and we need to stop the visa lottery program, stop chain migration. We need to stop bringing Islamists into this country who want to terrorize us. Got to leave it there, Steve, because I got to go to uh, my my uh, next guest on the phone. Thank you, Steve, for calling in. Uh, we'll keep the phones open, though. If you if you've got any comments you want to make, give us a call here. 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Joining me now is one of my favorite guests, the hot witch herself, Megan Barth, Reagan Babe. Hey, Babe, welcome back to the show. Hey, Andrea. Thanks. Always good to be back. So sorry, Miss Katie Grimes. She's one of my favorites. Yes. Isn't she amazing? Um, yeah. I, I agree with her that it's going to take an economic collapse. I think that Steve is saying we've already got a collapse. Well, it, yes and no. I mean, we've got major debt, but it's kind of like somebody who's got $100,000 in credit card debt, but still has enough money in the bank to pay the light bill so they don't think they've got a crisis on their hands. I think what she's well, talking about. It's the old power pivot strategy. Right. And that is, and, and Steve is probably very you know familiar with this because this is what's happening in Illinois. Uh, you basically overthrow the capitalist system by importing uh, cheap third world labor, right, where you're more mm-hmm. dependent on the government. So you, in, you, you basically allow open borders to increase uh, low-skilled immigration, which has a high dependency on the government. You put more people on the government dole, and that's through Obamacare and entitlement programs, et cetera. You create an economic environment that produces poverty. You see now in California, one in five people live in poverty. There's been a 76% spike in homelessness in California, Mm -hmm. specific to L.A. County. And and this is what you get. Uh, California is going to have to be bailed out, much like Puerto Rico, because you've got more people living on the government than more people paying towards that government. You're absolutely right. You laid it out perfectly. And their plan is to break the back of the system, because when you've got 51% taking and 50% making or 49% making, that's when, you know, that's when you have collapse. And that's their ultimate plan, just like that. They they. Obamacare was just, as they admitted, a stepping stone to single payer because they knew that it wasn't sustainable. So that is the game plan. And But what a lot of people don't seem to realize, too, is that everybody's looking at California not realizing that this this has spread throughout the nation. You know, they, they are talking right now. They were disappointed that Texas w- was not already turned blue with the Hispanic vote, but they know that it's just a matter of time. They're playing the long game here. And the Republican Party has played into that. In part, Texas, you know, you had governors like Rick Perry arguing for in-state tuition. So the Republican Party has a whole lot to answer for for the situation as well. And President Trump inherited quite the mess. I think he's doing everything he can to, you know, to try to turn it around, but he needs some help, doesn't he? 
Well, he does need help, and he does need some help of conservative Republicans. I mean, this 2018 election is just as equally as important as the 2016. And the reason being is we have to continue to flush out the moderates, grow the Freedom Caucus in the House, and even start a Freedom Caucus in the Senate. Why we don't have one in the Senate, I will never know. Uh, But we definitely need more conservatives that want to put the America First agenda as a primary uh, as a primary platform. Right now, the Democrats, here's their platform. Open borders, uh, basically repeal the Trump tax cuts and protect (laughs) criminal illegal aliens. Yeah, that's their platform. I mean, good luck with that. Uh, And so when you look at here's an example in Nevada. I'm right next door. I'm a California refugee. The a union here, the, the culinary union here is putting out an ad on Twitter about some poor slob from Honduras who came here on a temporary uh, a pass because of the Honduran earthquake, right? Well, now she's been here for 20 years. She's got four kids now that are American citizens. Do you see how the game yeah. works? Oh, yeah. So, that, so they use our visa system, and then they use their consti- our Constitution to have anchor babies, and then mm-hmm. they scream, but you can't break up the family. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, when we break up families every day when some mother or some father breaks the law here, if they get drunk behind the wheel and murder somebody, they go to jail. And you know what? We separate families all the time. We're willing to separate families that are American citizens in this country every day when crimes are committed. We're just not willing to do it when it's, when it's committed by illegals. Yeah, the the DACA recipients should not blame the Republicans or even the Democrats. They should blame their parents for bringing them here illegally. And when you have DACA recipients who have been here for 20-plus years who have used taxpayer money to get free schooling, taxpayer money to get free health care, taxpayer money to go to a secondary education like college or a tertiary Mm -hmm. education like law school, Mm -hmm. and then, you know, I can't say that word, be and moan, Right. Yeah. About how unfair they're being treated after they just used all the taxpayer dollars to get their education. And during that time, they have had zero time to find the time to become citizens. Right. Why not? Well, because they well, because they don't they're not really dreamers in the sense of coming here for love of this country or even while they're even if they were brought here at two. I don't think they're being raised in a, in the mindset of assimilation and love and respect for an American culture. You know, they're, they are, I, they're, we're not seeing assimilation. We're not seeing, we're, and in part, even with our own American citizens. You look at these kids in Florida. I was one of the first people that really was a matter of minutes, if not hours, before I was already sick of them kids in Florida. Because many of them, it was clear, it had no anguish whatsoever for any fellow students that were grieving. It was all about pushing a political agenda. But you weren't allowed to criticize them. They were the perfect shield uh, to push agenda. So we even have... Uh, kids born here in this country being steeped in an anti-American, you know, mindset. And that's what, so that's one reason why they didn't bother to become American citizens. There's no appreciation for this country here. They don't even have the, they don't even have the common sense to act at least humble and say, gee, you know, I'd really appreciate it. Thank you so much, America, for what you've offered to us. It'd be really nice if we could stay. No, they're calling us racist, waving the Mexican flag and telling us that on Cinco de Mayo, we better not wear anything red, white, and blue to school. Right. And, and why are the uh, Parkland students much similar to the DACA students? Because they've been raised in public education, mm-hmm. indoctrination centers, which teaches kids not civics. They teach them something called social studies or gender studies or women's studies, mm-hmm. a typical progressive platform of division. You know, one thing that we have to keep in mind is when the Democrats are screaming diversity, diversity. Well, the root of diversity is division. 
Ah. It is not e pluribus unum. Mm-hmm. We've so only don't look up diversity in, right. in, in the dictionary. Okay, the root of diversity is division. Mm. So you tell me how we have this visa lottery system where an Uzbekistani won the lottery, he attaches himself to 29 other people, and then he kills eight people in New York City, wounding 14 and maiming many others. Yeah, oh, now, that's that progress. Is supposedly a yeah. good immigration system to the Democrats because none of them want to repeal the lottery system. Now, why is that? Yeah. Again, because the Uzbekistani that came in, even though he's a terrorist, hated this country, he won the lottery, attached himself to 29 other people. Most of those 29 other people, I would say 80%, according to statistics, are on the government dole. In the couple so minutes we have left, yeah, um, we talked a little bit about Parkland. It's, it's, there are more admissions today from the FBI that, that they, the, dot, the tips and the warnings that they got they actually did make those connections, but just much like Omar Mateen, they just ignored it and uh, said case closed. Um, so meanwhile, the kids are still blaming. Uh, they had a hissy fit over Betsy DeVos. They're blaming everybody but the people that let them down. And, of course, they're scapegoating guns. Uh, Fast and Furious, which is where I'm going with this, was really mm-hmm. a scheme in order to push gun control by arming bad guys. We have a Border Patrol agent that was left for dead. The Obama administration, who promised to be the most transparent in history, decided to hide everything from the American people. It's been tied up in litigation for six years. Well, the Department of Justice has come out and said, we're going to release the Fast and Furious documents. I Yeah. <laughs> but you remember, Obama said there wasn't a scandal during his presidency. Not a smidge. A scandal, not a smidge of corruption. Scandal-free. Uh, but he must have forgot that the only attorney general in the history of this country was held in contempt of Congress, and that was Eric Holder, who was the gun runner, who was the creator in mind behind Fast and Furious, who was using Mexican cartels and giving them AK-47s and 9mm and every other sort of weapon uh, in order to push through gun control legislation. It stopped when Brian Terry was killed. And then what they did is they, they buried all of the evidence. Uh, under executive privilege. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Obama basically said, nope, can't see this. This is executive privilege. Well, now we're going to be able to peel back the onion, remove executive privilege, and see exactly how corrupt the Barack Obama administration was, which ended up with blood on their hands. Yeah. Um, it just stri- it strikes me right now, this whole, we've we've got to make sure that that nobody, even uh, 19 years old, somebody serving in the military, we've got to make it illegal for them to buy an AK, uh, an AR-15. Meanwhile, that's what we were giving Mexican gov- gun runners. Mm-hmm. I mean, yep. it's absolutely insane. I don't have any expectation that Eric Holder is going to face prosecution. Um, but can we at least have his law license revoked? This is the man who actually came to California and has been representing the state of California with these sanctuary laws to tie it back to California. This is a man who, even if he shouldn't, even if he isn't likely to face prosecution, at least should have his law license revoked, shouldn't he? Well, he should. Yeah, absolutely. Um, But I think what we're going to find out is a lot of evidence from these documents that are now going to be shared with the intel committees within Congress who have been asking for these documents and were met with stonewall or executive privilege, um, you know, lack of transparency. Uh, So we will see. But, you know, we are a nation of laws. And we forgot that for eight years under President Barack Obama because he weaponized the government agencies against his political enemies, whether it was a counterintelligence spy operation abusing the FISA court or whether it was using the IRS against uh, Tea Parties, which, you know, impacted political elections. 
Uh, and so we have to get back to the rule of law. Jeff Sessions, I think, is taking the right step. Mm-hmm. However, if I was Jeff Sessions and walked into Sacramento yesterday, I would have driven just, uh, what, about an hour to Oakland and arrested that, that yeah. mayor. Yeah, he, that would have made a real statement. That, that would have made a huge statement. Yeah, and that's... And the right yeah. statement. Yes, and the right one. Well, you are always right, Reagan Babe. Thank you so much for being here, Megan Barth. I appreciate it. Anytime, Andrea. Thank you. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We come back. A little follow-up to my... Uh, actually, follow-up to Megan and what she was talking about with Uzbekistan and Katie Hopkins' warning for America. Did you guys know... Everybody's been talking about Parkland because they've been talking about, you know, gun control. Did you know that there was another school involved with threats on students? But it involved ISIS. We're going to talk about that when we come back. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. This report is pre-recorded and sponsored by the Word on Wealth Financial Network. Here's the Word on Wealth, a retirement update from five-star wealth manager, certified financial planner, Marty Schneider, the retirement professor. Greetings, friends, and welcome to this edition of the Word on Wealth. Marty Schneider here. You know, one of the great challenges that prospective pre-retirees have is the allocation of their funds. So after some study and some time, Wells Fargo started the very first of what has come to be known as the target date funds, where people could select a particular fund inside their 401k based on what has now become to known as their glide path. So if you are intending to retire in the next five years, you might buy a target fund 2020 or 2025. Call me for your retirement planning consultation. 800-727-PLAN is my office number here in Mission Valley. 800-727-7526. You can also go to my website, theretirementprofessor.com. That's it for this edition of The Word on Wealth. I am the retirement professor, Marty Schneider. I'll be back with you right here on these very same Salem network stations. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Buy your copy or register for our next conference at bobwalters.net. Home buying and selling can be a daunting and stressful experience. It will likely be the biggest financial purchase of your life. Hi, I'm Julie Mills Brennan, and I've been selling homes in San Diego for over 20 years. I've seen the market in its highs and in its lows, and through the years, I've immersed myself in nearly every market area. I realize that anyone can find you a house. I want to find you a home, a home that you will build great memories in. Call me or text me at 619-992-7113. Call me today. I would be honored to help you find your dream home. Don't overpay for your VA loan. Here's veteran Sonia Hadley on protecting your hard-earned VA loan benefits. It really bothers me when I see active military and veterans, especially older veterans, overpaying for their VA loan. I spoke to a couple of retired Navy pilots. They were both in their 80s. They paid over $16,000 for a rate that shouldn't have cost them any points. Another veteran is paying 4.25% for a loan I could have got him for 3.75%. That half percent could cost him over $100,000 over the life of the loan. That is not okay. That is not how we should treat our veterans. If you don't call Sonia, you're probably paying too much for your VA loan. Don't wait until you're too deep in the process with another lender. Get a second opinion now. Sonia even comes to you. Call me at 833-MY-VA-LOAN before the rates go up. 
833-MY-VA-LOAN. That's 833-MY-VA-LOAN. This is Jerry Boyer of Town Hall Finance for townhall.com. In the wake of the horrific school shooting in Florida, well-organized activists have embarked on a strategy of attacks against the NRA. Some have attempted to brand the NRA as a terrorist organization, and companies have been bullied into dropping business ties with it. But it hasn't worked. In fact, analysis by Boyer Research, published recently on Town Hall Finance, shows that online inquiries about membership in the NRA reached the highest levels ever recorded. In other words, large numbers of Americans saw these attacks and instead of running away from the NRA, started researching how they can sign up. And those companies which ended business relationships with NRA have suffered sharp declines in public favorability. Apparently, Americans like the whole Bill of Rights, despite political attacks on parts of it. I'm Jerry Boyer. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate leadership degree, offered on its most beautiful campus. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. There's a... Uh... Everybody's kind of talking today, and it has been the last couple of days, about the ties between the Democrat Party and Louis Farrakhan. I actually think I reported a while back about meetings that had emerged with Democrat leaders going back, dinners that they had with them going back to 2005. I talked about, as many people did a while back, of the speech that Louis Farrakhan did, I think, a week or so ago, in which he said white people are going down and uh, the anti-Semitic remarks that he made. But what most people are not talking about here is the fact that that man, as racist and as hideous as those comments are, and to hear Juan Williams defend him today and defend the Democrats just made me want to jab myself in the eyeball with a pen. What most people are not even talking about here is who does Louis Farrakhan represent? The Nation of Islam. What's the ideology behind this person? Let me read. One of the reasons why I had Katie Hopkins on the show yesterday and a warning to Americans is that there is so much shock and awe of crap going on in this country and liberalism that so many people have forgotten. With, with everything going on with the immigration and sanctuary cities, so many people have forgotten about the issue of immigration involving radical Islam and what's happening there. It, uh, school in St. George, Utah, there was a there was a bomb that didn't detonate because the kid was was stupid and incompetent. But this kid, an American in St. George, Utah, tried to blow up a school. And why? Because of ISIS, because he was online digging what ISIS was all about. We have uh, Katie. Um, uh, Megan was just talking about a terrorist attack that happened here from Uzbekistan, the guy who mowed down Americans. Let's talk about Pulse Nightclub, San Bernardino. We have a problem with creeping Sharia in this country. I've talked about the San Diego School District that is on path lying to the courts about their associations with CARE as they try to make the San Diego School District the first Sharia-compliant school district here. We have a problem in this country. And when you have um, – I saw – I heard an interview with a jazz musician out of Paris. He was asked – Oh, what's it, what's the mood over there in Europe right now and in France after all these terrorists? Well, we're getting used to the military roaming the streets. Why do you have to have military roaming the streets? Here's some headlines from around the world. Nigeria, Boko Haram jihadis drown a Christian woman's baby, rape and impregnate her for refusing to convert to Islam. Um, we had multiple knife attacks, uh, one in Finland, one in um, uh, Austria. In, let's see, France, here's another headline. France was forced to finally admit that an elderly Jewish woman was thrown off a balcony by a Muslim shouting, Allahu Akbar, that was an anti-Semitic murder. 
Oklahoma, Muslim student threatened to kill Jews and terror expert uh, uh, John Wandolo, FBI did nothing. FBI to judge, dismiss lawsuit before the public learns about a jihadi attack in Texas. Muslim cleric, we will come out as a force to establish Islamic rule over the world. The very definition of Islam is submission. This is what it's about. The Britain leaders, uh, the leaders of the movement Britain First, were convicted in a court of crimes because of their speech. We've got to stop the scourge of this happening here in this country. And what do we have as a response happening here in this country? Did you guys hear that a group of college librarians in Massachusetts have come out and said that anybody saying God bless you in response to a sneeze is, a, is an act of Islamomistic microaggression. Just like saying Merry Christmas, a Happy Easter. This cannot continue, according to these librarians. They said that these Islamomistic microaggressions are commonplace. What this is, is the definition commonplace verbal or behavioral indignities, whether intentional or unintentional, which communicates hostile, derogatory, or negative slights in in relation to beliefs and religious practices of Muslims. It invokes oppressive system of religious Christian hierarchy. Have any of these librarians read a book? Why don't they read the Quran? They want to talk about oppression? They want to learn about oppression? How about what's, what, what's happening under Sharia? And this is what they want to bring here. This, we already have a scourge of female genital mutilation in this country. That's what's involved in Sharia. Women who get stoned for being raped. We already have, in parts of this country, court systems set up like in Texas. Sideline Systems already being set up here in this country. And the response, every time there's a terrorist attack, the response is, like in Florida, after Pulse nightclub, what do the Florida authorities do? They brought care to the press conference. The initial response is always to defend those that are pushing an ideology of oppression here in this country. We've got to just continue to put pressure and push back against these people, these liberals that want to come up. Who, who came up with this term? Who told, who came up with this? The hierarchy of Christianity in this country is, should continue to exist because this country was founded on Judeo-Christian principles. Those are the values on which we were founded. And we cannot allow that and our system here to be undermined any further than it is. Uh, gotta leave it there for tonight. Hey, you're gonna want to tune in tomorrow. Got a great show lined up for you tomorrow. Guess who's gonna be on the show? It has taken me a while to get him booked. An amazing Christian man, Fox News anchor Kelly Wright is going to be here. In addition to being a class act, an amazing, great anchor at Fox News, he actually is a singer. He's got an album out called Love, Freedom, and Peace, and he's going to be here to talk about that. My buddy Al Arias is going to be back because guess what else Trump in his administration is trying to do to unleash the, econ- the amazing free market capitalist system that we have here? They're talking about repealing Dodd-Frank. Who's Dodd? Who is Frank? Well, it's a behemoth of a regulation that has really put a stranglehold on business in this country. And we might finally have it repealed. And joining me to talk about that tomorrow is Al Arias. And hopefully you'll be back here. Appreciate you all. Follow me on Facebook and on Twitter. Thank you, DJ Carrot Sticks. Thank you to my guests, Katie Grimes and Megan Barth. Love you all. Have a great night.
The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea Kay.